0: Welcome back. Welcome back to season one, episode four of What Shay Rowe Thinks About It. Stuff on my mind that forms into words and then actually comes out of my mouth. Today's topics I am going to talk about confident. Yes, I build confidence. One of my functions as a coach is to help you become more confident in yourself. Then I will discuss another subject on my mind. Why are you all mad at Dolly Parton for wanting to make some money with Beyonce? She is, after all, a business man. Next thing that that has been on my mind, toxic people. What you need to do if you have them in your life? Or what if you are the toxic person? Also, I'm going to revisit... My thoughts on the nomination of the first black woman nominated to the U.S. Supreme Court. Yes, this is really fascinating to me, Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson. Very fascinating to me. It's really sad to me that when a person believes in themselves and has no fear about trying to do better for themselves and their situation and we as their family and friends call them Conceited, or other terms that are not so enduring. Normally, this is getting confidence confused with conceited because we're taught growing up to be humble, and if we are being anything but humble, then we are thought to be stuck up, stuck on ourselves, selfish, and everything but confident confidence is having belief in yourself that you can accomplish or complete something conceited is when a person is actually stuck on themselves believes that everything is about them and them alone are the gift to the world they think they can't fail a confident person understands that they can fail but even if they fail they will pick themselves up from the failure and learn from it and continue to strive to be the best them they can be. Being confident in yourself does not mean you are not humble, but it just means that you are going, you're not going to dim your light just so others can feel good about having a dim light. In one of my social media bios, I have the statement that I build confidence. However, the truth of the matter is... That I supply the building blocks for a person to build up their own confidence in themselves. Through coaching, I can help a person see their full potential and put that potential to use. Whether it is via working with them by practicing a skill, learning more about what it takes to present an ideal to others, or simply showing them how to believe in themselves. However, nothing I say or do can make a person confident until they believe in themselves and make the steps to become more confident in themselves nothing happens Jesse Jackson has an old phrase of, you could be tall and play basketball the next part of that should be but until you pick up a ball start bouncing it start walking and running while bouncing it and then actually take some shots and learn how to shoot the ball into the basket from various angles You will not play basketball. You are just a person that has been told they can play. Encouragement is great and is the first step in becoming confident, but those cheers from others can only do so much. When you're being cheered on, you must also discern who is truly cheering you on and who is just cheering, hoping that they put fear in you. We can easily tell somebody that they can be tall and play basketball, sure, until we see them with a ball in their hands trying to learn how to play basketball. Then we start instilling some self-doubt into the person's mind. When we as people see that a person is actively doing something about their situation, we by human nature become jealous and envious of them. We begin to sabotage their dreams and aspirations by saying something negative to them or not supporting them. The biggest discourager there is, is not supporting someone. The phrase, oh, you think you better than us now since you learned how to dribble a ball. But I remember when you couldn't chew gum and stand up straight at the same time. Or the, you think you all that now. Or something near it always comes out when we see that the person has a chance to become better than us. Lately, I have been listening to a lot of other people's podcasts while feeding the hungry. On this one particular show, I don't remember which one, since I listen to so many now, the guest was a white man. He used the analogy of crabs in a bucket. Yes, we as black people are very familiar with the analogy. When there is a bucket of crabs, if one tries to climb out, the other crabs would unite and pull that crab back into the bucket with them. I had to stop in my tracks when I heard a white person use this same analogy because unbeknown to me, this type of mentality exists not only for black people, but for all people. The f- fear of what others will think about me or will say about me is the biggest blocker to being confident clients that I have dealt with will tell me I am afraid of what my friends and family will say about me if I go out there and try something they're going to talk about me what will my coworkers say about me if I apply for the position to become their boss what would happen if I get it I'm sure they will no longer eat lunch with me or hang out together at the work they will no longer be my friends Sometimes being confident in yourself may mean you have to develop the confidence to eat alone. Some of you who know me know I am totally different than most coaches because my response to those statements that I give to my clients goes something like this. If they're going to talk about you for believing in yourself and making changes for you, then talk about them too. Oh, that was not very nice. My response to that is, So, in English, I learned there are two powerful parts of a sentence, the subject and the verb. If they are talking about you, then you are now the subject and the verb, and you are the most powerful words coming out of their mouth. Take that how you want. You cannot continue to dim your light, hide your greatness just because someone else who is not trying to improve themselves and will continue to be in the bucket with the other crabs. The crabs that are still in the bucket get cooked and eaten. The crab that escaped jumps back into the ocean and lives. That one crab believes they should not have to settle to just being in a bucket and this is the end. That crab believes that there is something better outside of this bucket or the only way for me to thrive and survive is to get out of this bucket. That is confidence business is about survival for a business to survive and thrive it must change up with the times while still applying some of the old knowledge learned in the game of business Dolly Parton who is the absolute queen of country music as well as the, the other genres of music that she does not even sing in I can remember growing up in my decade that if Dolly Parton was on the show or her name was mentioned, you just knew right away who she was and that if she was going to be singing, then it was going to be an awesome performance. Dolly Parton has made several albums, or whatever they call them now, written several songs, performed with some of the top names in the music business, collaborated on several projects, started Dollywood, and several other accomplishments that are too many to name here. Years ago, the great, late, wonderful Whitney Houston remade one of Dolly Parton's songs and it became a major hit. Many of my generation who had grown up with Dolly Parton did not even know it was her song originally. Now, recently, Dolly Parton has stated that she would like to see one of her other hits remade by Queen B herself, Beyoncé. Wow. The queen herself wants the queen bee to remake her hit because she knows this new flavor will keep her relevant. But we know Dolly Parton will be relevant whether Beyonce does it or not. She is Dolly Parton. There was a lot of backlash to Dolly Parton because of her stated desire. Some people were saying that white folks always want to make money off the backs of black folks. Hmm. With all the accolades accredited to Dolly Parton's name, she is a business. The same statement is applied to Beyonce. She is a business. They both are in the music business. And the point of the music business is not to give you great music in your ear, but it is to make money. Dolly Parton To help her business continue to survive is using an age old tactic of repurposing in the music industry by having someone redo or remake an old song with new technology and new flavor to make new money and gain new recognition. This is something the music business has been doing for years and will continue to do. Most true artists are not worried about if this new person does it better than them. Because they know it really does not matter. The original artist will make new money, royalties, off this collaboration. And the new artist makes money, sales, and gains more popularity in this deal. You, the person who is complaining about this collaboration, get new music from Beyonce. It is a win-win situation for everyone involved. When Whitney Houston remade Dolly Parton's song, Dolly stated that she used the royalties to support a black community. Dolly has also stated that she supports the Black Lives Movement. She received backlash for that also. I do not know if Beyonce has agreed to Dolly's request or even consider it, but imagine if it were to actually happen. I'm thinking in my mind that if Dolly Parton brought it up, there's already been some talk in the background somewhere. So why are y'all mad? I say y'all because I'm from the country, but let me say that correctly. So why are you all mad? Because two music businesses are trying to come up with new music for you, money for them. They are businesses, man. People, people, wow, people, no matter where you go, what you do who you are, you are going to have people in your life. Some people mean you well, and some, well, they are just mean in their intent to you. The new term, and really not so new, is the term of calling people toxic. If they will continue to either hold you back or sabotage your success, Keep you from growing or be the main crab pulling you back in the bucket. Toxic people come in many forms, shapes, sizes, relatives, friends, co-workers, whatever you can name, enemies, all of them. has some form of a toxic person in them. Usually, they are the ones close to you asking, what about me? When you are starting to do better for yourself. They also are the people who are sure to remind you of all the bad you have done in the past and that you are destined to continue to do bad in the future. It is my belief that toxic people wake up in the morning with their absolute goal for the day to make someone else feel miserable about themselves because they realize that their life is so miserable itself. During the 80s, the term toxic waste was brought forth due to all the new discoveries of nuclear power and things associated with the science of nuclear, things well above my pay grade. This was the waste from producing something great because with nuclear you can produce power, you can produce different things, however you split the atom, you also can make a bomb or some sort, but because of this science or technology or nuclear, you get something great. And from that greatness, there's waste. This waste or toxic waste as it was called, was very dangerous and fatal, if not properly contained and disposed of. This is true of toxic people. They are the waste of greatness. And this waste can be fatal to your dreams or to the dreams anyone trying to Succeed to be better. And the desires of a person who now believes in themselves. Being a toxic person, however, is a choice. But many think they are just speaking the truth or they're helping the person when they spew their negativeness onto others. We have come to believe that in order for you to succeed, there has to be some negative or someone has to spew some negative to you. I say you can do without all that. You don't have to have people always constantly telling you you can't. That still just doesn't make sense to me when toxic waste first came to light we are taught that you should stay away from it do not touch it and that it must be contained in a separate vessel or facility away from people to keep it from doing harm or hurt when you realize that you have toxic people in your life do the same with them put them in a separate vessel or a separate separate part of your mind and that will keep them from harming or hurting you by continuing to bring you down and melt away your core of being confident in yourself. Stay away from toxic people. Because being toxic is a choice that a person makes, yes, it is a choice to be toxic, and some people know that they're toxic, some don't. However, however, if you discover that you are the toxic person, change. Instead of trying to stop someone else from their greatness, make changes yourself that will also bring you to greatness. Before you say that negative thing, think. Think how you would feel if they were saying this to you. Start believing in yourself and stop worrying about if they will be better than you or no longer in your small circle. If they start a business, support them. If you can start one, start one also. You both can collaborate and grow together and experience life changing events together. There is room for both or all of you to become great and benefit from supporting each other. And as I'm thinking, I'm thinking the reason Dolly Parton is not wary about who may come along and do her song better is because she realizes the benefit to her if she supports them in their efforts is that selfish of her no that is her confidence in herself that she made something good and now here is someone that can make it better stop being toxic and hating on others start making changes in your own life and become the best you you can be one last thought yes i am very fascinated about the nomination of the first black woman to the U.S. Supreme Court, Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson. I like saying her name. (laughs) Now, people are mad because she served as a public defender during her early days of being a lawyer, which this is the path most lawyers take to get experience of being in a courtroom defending their clients. They're learning the ins and outs of what to look for, what to ask, how to be a good defense attorney and make lots of money. (laughs) This is also a right that is guaranteed by our constitution. Even if a person is guilty, 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 we know they're guilty, guilty, guilty. They still have a right to have an attorney. And if they cannot afford one, one will be appointed to them. However, when I had a minor traffic ticket, and was unemployed at the time, I requested one, and the judge told me that he was inclined to appoint me one because if I lose, he might impose that I pay for the attorney. Judge Brown was the public defender for some of the detainees held at Guantanamo Bay. She was attorney, I'm sorry, Judge Jackson, <laughs> Her middle name is Brown, Maiden name is Brown. But she was a public defender for a lot of the detainees held at Guantanamo Bay. That's the holding jail for accused terrorists. She was able to get some of her clients off or charges dismissed. The fundaments of this country are rooted in the rights that all are supposed to be able to enjoy. My point of view is that if she was able to successfully successfully defend her clients and won their cases it is mostly due to the prosecution not having a strong enough case to prevail in the court proceedings Judge Jackson at the time Attorney Jackson using her vast knowledge did her job of defending her clients to the fullest of her ability none of us like it when someone who may be guilty of the crime gets off but we must respect our laws in place to ensure all do receive a fair trial and have the proper representation. When this occurs, I blame the prosecution more than I do the attorney who was doing their job ensuring their client's rights were being upheld. If the person is as guilty as they are charged, then it is the absolute job of the prosecution to present the absolute strongest case they can. Maybe the prosecution should have had Attorney Jackson on their side. Now the Supreme Court has the opportunity to have her skill and talent on their side to ensure that rights are not violated and that the prosecution must come with their absolute A-game when prosecuting a person. This is what ensures justice is served. One thing I must say is that black women have not been crabs in a bucket when it comes to supporting Judge Jackson. They have turned out historically in support of her. Women uniting is a beautiful thing. The confidence they have in Judge Jackson is just amazing to be a witness to. Well, my time here is done. That is all that is on my mind for now. Thanks to each of you for tuning into this week's episode. Thank you for allowing me to serve you. Please listen, like, share, and subscribe to my podcast. You can find it here at anchor.fm slash shero, C-H-E-T-R-O. And I can now be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Radio Public, Stitcher, Pocket Cast as well. Didn't even know a lot of these things existed till I got into podcasting. Remember to give me a five-star rating wherever there's ratings. Tell your friends and your enemies about what Shayro thinks about it. If you want to reach me, I am on Facebook at Shayro Speaks. Instagram or IG at Shayro, C-H-E-T-R-O underscore L-L-C. Twitter, I am at Shayro, C-H-E-T-R-O. Again, you should know how to spell Shayro by now. Trying to be active on Twitter a lot more. Or you can email me at Shayro at gmail.com. C H E T R O S P E A K S at gmail.com. Oh, I am also on Clubhouse as Da That's at symbol D A do have a room on there. It's called Shayro Speaks on Clubhouse, and I'll be unifi- utilizing this platform soon, learning the Clubhouse thing. We will release a new podcast on this platform. new episode every week and you can also leave a voice message for me bill the voicemail link on the podcast website if you would like to support this platform please click the support button thanks for joining in oh to become a better leader communicator and speaker learn more at toastmasters.org on the note of toastmasters while putting the pieces together for this episode i learned of the passing of one of the members of one of the clubs i am i am in due to my club being virtual virtual and hybrid since i joined it in october i never had the opportunity to meet this member in person but she has been a great influence on me and my goals with toastmasters when practicing for a recent speech contest just happened this week as a matter of fact she gave me a lot of invaluable feedback i loved how she did not hold back and gave truthful advice on how to make my speech and presentation better she had given me feedback before and each time she was not afraid to say what needed to be said i learned during our virtual virtual that's a word I need to work on, I guess. Virtual encounters that she had coached other speakers in various capacity. Therefore, when she offered her advice, whether solicited or not, I listen. She will be missed and I am a better speaker because of her. I won the contest, by the way. Thank you to her for believing in me and building just a little more confidence in me until next time this has been what shero thinks about it